Hello, I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. This podcast homily for First Sunday in Lent is the second in a series of seven podcast homilies for the season of Lent. Listeners may benefit from the AIC seasonal video series Lent, which is presented in three episodes, each linked from the digital library page, with the MP3 podcast version linked from the podcast archive page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The series offers a brief history of the evolution of Lent, especially the addition of Ash Wednesday to the church calendar in the early 7th century, Anglican traditions of the Lenten season, including the seasonal color and fasting traditions, commentary on the collect epistle and gospel readings for Ash Wednesday and all six Sundays in Lent in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, and the collect and epistle and gospel readings for first Sunday in Lent are discussed in episode two. The epistle reading for first Sunday in Lent, 2 Corinthians 6, verses 1 to 10, like most of the readings in Jessima season and in the early weeks of Lent, is another of St. Paul's homilies on the Christian virtues, including patience, purity, long-suffering, kindness, and love. But in this example, he adds a further lecture on the need for steadfast adherence to the Christian truth, especially in the face of persecution, suffering, poverty, and even death. He urges his fellow Christians at Corinth to understand that the faith that their faithfulness was not in vain. He quotes Isaiah 49, verse 8. In verse 2a, In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Then he adds a bold affirmation that the Corinthians do not need to wait for the promised second coming for their salvation. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Whether in the ever-present now, or at some unknown time in the future, the faithful must be ready, living Christian lives even in the face of adversity. He offers powerful reassurance in verses 7 and 10. By the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing, yet possessing all things. The Gospel reading for First Sunday in Lent, Matthew 4, verses 1 to 11, is St. Matthew's detailed account of Satan's three temptations of Christ. St. Matthew refers to the devil by his personal name Satan from the Hebrew Hasatan, which means the adversary or the enemy. The name Satan is used in this way 36 times in the King James Version of the New Testament, plus 18 additional times in the Old Testament. The first temptation is Satan's taunt in verse 3 concerning bread to assuage Jesus' hunger. If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. Jesus counters Satan by quoting Deuteronomy 8.3, Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word out of the mouth of God. 
Two chapters later in St. Matthew's Gospel in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus tells us that God will provide what we truly need, that is, the real meaning of our daily bread, which means all things which are essential for us and spiritually by the giving of his word. In the second temptation in verse 6, Satan perverts the meaning of Psalm 91 verses 11 and 12, the foundation of the Hebrew and Christian concept of the guardian angel, taunting Jesus to throw himself off the temple and let God's angel save him. Jesus' Jesus's reply, this time based on Deuteronomy 6.13, is instructive for us today. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Jesus is here teaching that even Satan, a created being made by God, is subject to God's will and law. It is the third and final temptation that we find the true nature of Satan. Then as now, everything else Satan does in the account in St. Matthew's Gospel, and remember here St. Peter's warning, Satan walks about a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, is all intended to supplant God as Pantocrator, or the Lord God Almighty. He taunts Jesus to acknowledge Satan as preeminent. Here the New King James translation offers instruction. In the NKJV text of the Lord's Prayer, he is not evil in the generic sense, but he is the evil one, Ton. In St. Matthew's account, Satan acts just as he did in his appearance in the book of Job when he tempts Job to rebel against God. You should have Jesus' reply, his quotation from Deuteronomy 6.16, always in your mind as your own defense against temptation. You shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Other AIC resources on topics discussed in this podcast homily for First Sunday in Lent are available at our website www.anglicaninternetchurch.net with seasonal videos and Christian education videos linked from the digital library page, Bible study videos from the Bible study page, and podcast versions of all three from the podcast archive page. Information about pricing, ordering, and availability of AIC Bookstore publications is available through the virtual bookstore link at the bottom of the home page. First, New Testament Gospels, our Bible study video series presented in 48 episodes. St. Matthew's account of the temptations of Christ is included with three examples of historic art from the 15th, 16th, and 18th centuries in episode 16. The 12 Days of Christmas, a seasonal video series presented in 12 episodes from the first day of Christmas, December 25th, through the 12th day on January 5th, offers a theological theme word or phrase for each day. Relevant here is the key word angels for the ninth day of Christmas, January 2nd, where you will find more about the guardian angel. The Lord's Prayer, Phrase by Phrase, a Christian education video series presented in three episodes with the petition, Daily Bread, 
and the sixth and final petition for deliverance from evil discussed in episode 2. The Lives of the Saints, a Christian education video series in two series from the first, episode 5, is focused on St. Paul and episode 14 on St. Matthew. From the second series, St. John Chrysostom is the focus of episode 10, St. Basil of Caesarea in episode 17, Archbishop Cranmer, one of three English martyrs in episode 28. In Layman's Lexicon, see the entries for angels and archangels on pages 10 to 13, Pantocrator on 160 to 161, Salvation on 196 to 197, Satan slash sin on pages 198 to 202, Second Coming on pages 202 to 203, Spirituality on 213 to 214, and Virtue on page 234 to 235. From Revelation, an idealist interpretation, you can see St. John's unique use of Pantocrator with the text box on page 47 on the meaning of the title, Lord God Almighty in Revelation. And finally, Occasional Services for Anglican Worship offers Anglican versions of the Hours Offices quoted in the First Closing Prayer, plus other services including the Great O Antiphons, a multi-part Mass for Christmas Eve, and other services for Good Friday, Ascension, and Transfiguration. The first closing prayer for this podcast homily for First Sunday in Lent is the fourth prayer in Anglican Third Hour, developed from Eastern Church liturgies of St. Basil of Caesarea and St. John Chrysostom. The second prayer is the collect for First Sunday in Lent, written by Archbishop Cranmer for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer, based on Ephesians 4, verses 22 to 24. O Lord our God, whose power is unspeakable, whose glory is beyond imagining, whose mercy is measureless, whose love for men is above words, look down upon us in thy holy house, O Master, and bestow upon all here present the riches of thy goodness and mercy, for to thee belong all glory, honor, and worship, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen. O Lord, who for our sake didst fast forty days and forty nights, give us grace to use such abstinence that our flesh being subdued to the Spirit, we may ever obey thy godly motions in righteousness and true holiness to thy honor and glory, who livest and reigneth with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. 
We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.